How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 115 of Master My Garden Podcast. Now, this week's episode is slightly unusual one, going maybe a little bit off topic in a way, and I have a slight feeling that it might get a little bit ranty at some point. Um, and I want to talk about food security, and there's a lot of talk about it over the last few weeks, uh, particularly what's going on in Ukraine, Russia at the moment is sort of fueling the talk uh, all around food security and you know it's a, it's a it's a conversation for many different countries around the world and it probably you know in reality it's it affects every country in a different way and there is obviously what they call the food security index and you know from an irish perspective ireland typically ranks very high on that list in that you know it's up in the top couple one two three in the in the food index and so theoretically the food security for ireland is is very good and you know there's other countries in the same boat but that's a small bit of the picture in my eyes and it's uh i suppose you know it is something that has popped up on the podcast on several occasions where you know and I know in episode 100 um, Abby one of the listeners started growing her own veg because she was worried about food security it has also come up on a couple of other occasions with with other people on the podcast and there is a concern there and there is a worry there and when you look at say Ukraine for the moment um out there, they grow 12 to 14% of the total wheat that's produced in the world. So percentage-wise, that's a huge percentage. And as it stands at the moment, a lot of those crops have not been able to be planted in Ukraine because they're being attacked. So farmers, and I suppose when you, when you hear it in this sort of way, farmers who are out going about their business of you know, producing food are being attacked in the fields essentially um military attacks while they're trying to con- you know conduct this their, their their jobs their livelihoods and then on the bigger picture securing food for for the world's populations and you know that's that's a tragedy yeah, where where somebody you know a farmer going out to do the simplest most uh, basic thing of growing food is being bombed in their fields while while they're going about this and you know i'm not i don't know enough about it it's a terrible situation you just you just feel for everybody involved and you send your love to everybody involved but i know nothing about it and don't claim to don't don't know anything about it but really do feel for all those people and you know for what it's worth we should all be sending our love and our and our support in whatever way we can to those people but here in ireland this week we have you know the farming bodies talking about um food security quite a lot and there was the the claim that every every landowner in the country should grow some grain this year um which to me seems strange because you can't just you know flip a switch a farmer whoever has 100 cows how are they going to go growing uh, some acres of of grain 
they don't have the machinery, they don't have the know-how, they don't have the facilities, you know, to, to do that. It's not it's not like where it was years ago. So those kind of I think those kind of conversations are a bit ridiculous, if I'm honest. Um no doubt if those levels of of wheat are gone from the system for the coming season, there's going to be short supplies, there's going to be price hikes and a lot of the you know the processed foods that we use the breads and the cereals and so on that contain high levels of wheat will you know obviously be impacted um obviously impacted price wise anyway and uh, whether there'll be i still think you know there'll be availability because it'll be just reduced quantities for a higher price in in these type things but as i say i think that's a small portion of the picture and really from a food security perspective ireland you know and large parts of europe are generally secure we have the right environments the right you know climates and all of that to produce food in ireland it's heavily it's heavily slanted towards the production of meat and dairy products and so from that perspective ireland is secure with those and i suppose the the, the pandemic over the last two years certainly at stages of it where the supply chain was was rattled and there was empty shelves you know in in supermarkets and this again raised the question around food security and what that means for people and so on and again to me this still is not the real the real fight that that we have on our hands you know there is certain countries where food security is a massive issue because their ground their their climate is not suitable for growing they have larger generally larger populations they have a really low ability to produce their own food and so for them food security is absolutely critical because they don't have as i said the environmental conditions the soil the any of those you know basic needs they don't have those in enough supply to feed the large populations that they have and you know these countries have 100% food security issues i think when it comes to you know the likes of ireland talking about food security um we're wondering are we going to have the box of conflicts on the shelves i think is the wrong conversation it's the wrong um it's the wrong angle on this food security what we really should be looking at is what's the sustainable the sustainable production of food that we can produce here uh, varying it so that we can grow you know the crops that we are capable of growing here from a climate a climate perspective that we should be growing those uh, reducing our need for imports and then i think there's a bigger conversation around you know around supermarkets and and their power and their abuse of power and then our over reliance on supermarkets and i suppose that's what i'm starting to come back to because i know this is a garden podcast and as i said this could get a little bit ranty but when it comes to us gardeners and 
us consumers, what we should be looking for is we should be looking for you know more sustainable, environmentally friendly, low carbon, low lower environmental impact um, produce. And you know, we're talking here, or I'm talking here about you know veg and fruit, and and for that to be the case, we have to we have to look at our food choices. Um, you know, what can we grow here? And this can be anywhere in the world, but what, what can we grow and what crops can we produce ourselves that are healthy, that are sustainable, that are, have a low environmental impact and that, you know, are local. And I think there's lots of people that have a, a, a part to play in that. So when we start to talk about this as gardeners, the real reality is if you want to be, you know, if, if you're coming at it from the food security discussion point, the reality is that you or I probably can't go out tomorrow and grow all the fruit and vegetables that we're going to want to consume as a household for the next 12 months. It's possible. It is possible. But for the majority of us in the position that we're in uh, with time constraints, with land constraints, you know, being realistic about it, we're not all going to be self-sufficient tomorrow. As I say, it is possible. And of course it's possible. And many of us, if we can, and we do have the time and we do have the land, that's what we should be aiming for. Because long term, not just around food security, long term, that is the way that we can, I guess, heal our planet. It sets our children up with the right, you know, sort of grounding in in food and where food comes from. And that type of food then is sustainable, environmentally friendly, low environmental impact, and of course, very, very healthy. Uh, you can't get anything healthier than something that's produced on site and grown, produced and consumed on site. And it becomes exactly what we should all be trying to strive towards is this sort of more local food production system. Um, so that's why I think this food security talk that we have is, is not quite right angle. Okay, it, it is for certain places that is 100% the conversation they need to be having. But for us, the conversation should be more, um, it should be more, what can we do to produce local, to consume local, to support local, to promote local, uh, to educate about local food. And by educate, I, I'm, I'm talking, I am literally talking about the school systems. And again, we've spoken about it on the podcast before. We should be teaching our, our kids about food, where it comes from, the food growing, the food rearing, the cooking of that same food. And we should promote it. And we should be really creating, you know, a, a story around that for our children to understand, to connect with and to... I suppose to fall in love with because if we don't and we stay buying um, two avocados that have come halfway around the world wrapped in plastic coming from an industry and avocados is another one like 
the industry behind avocados is totally corrupt. Um, it's a broken, criminal-based system. And if you know, you, if you look it up, the the and that's just one example. The avocado industry. If you look at the backstories behind all of that, it is totally corrupt. But this is where I'm saying education, education on food, on local food, on sustainably produced food is hugely important. And that definitely needs to start in the, in the, in the schools. And again, as I say, we've spoke about this on the podcast before, but I think that is critically important and we should be pushing, you know, pushing our, whoever it is, the people in power to to bring this to the agenda and not just talk about it to actually put something in place to put this form of education in place because the benefits of this will be seen in 20 years time 30 years time 40 years time and if there is no change then the the detriments of that will be also seen down the line um at a at a sort of governmental level locally um, there should be huge emphasis and a huge support in things like community allotments, community gardens, uh, anywhere that gives people a sense of community, a sense of, I suppose, a sense of com- com- community and camaraderie around uh, growing their own food. Also, those allotments, and I know there's a few good ones in Ireland, but not not nearly enough. They should be promoted. They should be supported by local authorities, local councils, uh, supported with education. So they should be bringing people in there to do, to give talks, to, to, to give walks through the allotments. They should be giving them resources, giving the people in there resources to allow those to actually become something that is tangible, that they, that they start to support the local food economy that they start to support families in the local area. Um, <laughs> I said this might get a bit ranty, and it probably has, and I do apologise for that, but I do think it's it's important to have this conversation, and I think it's important to you know, support these local people. Um, so as a gardener, if you're growing your own food, great. Try and do a little bit more of it. You may not be totally you know, self-sufficient in fruit and vegetables. You may not be able to have food for 12 months of the year, but do whatever it is that you can. Uh, we'll help you through the podcast, help you with as much information as I can in, in that respect. And then after that, the the choices should be try and be local, try and be uh, farmers market, try and support farmers markets, local CSA schemes, you know, all of those support all those local those local growers those local farmers those local you know all of those people get to know them uh, talk to them talk to your your friends about them pick up their produce when it's fantastic tell people about it post pictures of the menus post pictures of the meals that you've cooked using it and promote and promote and promote local food and that this doesn't matter wherever you are in the world, promote local food. And, you know, as I say, if you have vegetables that are grown within a few miles of your home and they're being harvested 
grown, harvested, consumed, all within a short drive or a short area, then you're starting to make a real difference to food security, but more importantly, long-term, you're making real differences to the sustainability and environmental impact of the food that we're producing. So, um, yeah, as I say, a bit ranty, a little bit off topic, without a doubt, a little bit off, off topic and not the stuff I, I normally talk about. Um, what can we gardeners do? Well, exactly what we've been kind of going over on the, on the podcast over the last few weeks, growing your own, growing your own potatoes, growing your own vegetables, getting in some fruit trees, uh, fruit bushes, all of those, all of those things will have an impact. They, they help the overall ecosystem, but for you, they, you know, you're getting the healthiest of healthy food, really, really low environmental, environmental impact. And, you know, for any of you guys that are, you're doing this with, with children at home, you're setting an example, you're setting, uh, you're setting an example and you're setting, I suppose, a way of life that I think, you know, all of us should be trying to get towards because that is, you know, food security at the moment is the talk of the town, given what, you know, what, what has gone on over the last two years with, with global pandemic and now obviously with uh, a horrible war that's happening and you know food security is the issue but longer longer term than that um we need to look at it from an environmental perspective from a health perspective and we need to really really push that um as i say looking on the shelf to see that there's a gap in the cornflake aisle because something is not available due to food security. I don't think that's, you know, being realistic about it and, and being fair about it on a global scale. If that's not really, that's not really something for us to be worried about. But what we should be worried about is whether we have the ability to produce food in a sustainable, environmentally friendly way for the future and that we embed those principles into the younger generations coming up. Um, as I say, most, you know, here in Ireland, particularly and around Europe and in, in other places, we are blessed in that, you know, climatic conditions are, are such that we can grow food uh, and we should, we should definitely be promoting it. The amount of milk we produce and meat we produce and all of that is great, you know, from a, you know, from an economic perspective for Ireland, that's hugely important. But we have that sad situation a few weeks ago where one of, one of the biggest vegetable growers in the country, um, I think it was Carl Lenehan was his name, up in County Mead. Um, they closed their business because they, they needed to get an extra few pence from, and I think the figure was 10 cents per head of cabbage, whatever it was. It wasn't a big amount anyway. And they were not able to get that from, from the supermarkets and given that there was concerns around there was concerns around uh, fertilizer prices and all of those sort of things they just decided that they weren't going to go through a season of 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 making a loss and so they pulled the plug and closed down the business and that was 
I think, the second or third biggest grower of vegetables in Ireland. And I suppose if that head of cabbage that they're talking about, if that ended up being an extra 20 or 30 cent on the supermarket shelf, that wouldn't cause anybody any problems. But the supermarkets have decided that they're not going to pay that. They're putting no value on fresh, from what I can see. And that really that really is a sad thing, but it also probably reflects the fact that um you know they they value the as I said a box of processed whatever it is higher than the than the quality fresh in, fruit and vegetables that what that that we need on our shelves, and they weren't willing to to pay the farmers the bit extra. And I know there's probably contractual things in the background and all of that. And, you know, that all I understand all of that as well. But the, the fundamental things are is that those growers who were willing to continue just were not able to continue because they could not get an extra few pence. Whereas if, as I say, a, a processed box of something or other goes up by a euro, no one bats an eyelid. But when somebody something fresh needs to, you know, the grower needs to get an extra... 10 cents get that or they can't get that. So we we need to put pressure on. We need to uh, drive people to look for fresh, look for local and fresh, uh, promote it, push it, go to your farmer's market, support those people, make sure that they're making a livelihood because those people who are there on a Saturday morning or a Thursday morning with the vegetables that have been grown locally, they need to be part of this food security conversation. And the only way that they will be is that if they're supported and supported in a real way by walking from the, from the supermarket and going to the, you know, going to these farmers markets and, and spending your money there on what is ultimately the healthiest of, of product that you can have. So yeah, a little bit of a, little bit of a rant, as I said, (laughs) And I apologize for that slightly off the gardening topic, but I do think it's important because, you know, people, it has been come up a few times on the podcast before. And I do think food security is a huge, a huge issue, but I do think it's also not quite looking at it. It's a little bit like the, you know, there's a, there's a fire over there, but we'll distract with something else you know there's it, it's i think there's there's sort of a bigger a bigger conversation there that that needs to be had and uh, as i say we're in the lucky position that our farmers can go out to the fields and do their job without being you know without risk of bombings so um thinking of you know anybody who's in that position anywhere in the world and particularly at the moment if you're you know in ukraine like that's a sad situation and as i say all we can do is is uh, send our love and support for people like that yeah that's uh that's pretty much this week's episode i know i've gone totally off topic and uh, i hope it's not too far off topic for people but i do think it's an important important thing to talk about and uh, yeah Keep doing what you're doing in your gardens. Every every little bit that you can grow will help. Uh, set set an example for future generations. Talk about what you're doing in your garden. I think people who are growing food in their gardens now, like 
it was something that was second nature to the older generations. They just automatically grew vegetables and very good ones at that. And then it went out of fashion for a while. And, and I think it's, it went through a little phase then of when it was starting to come back a little bit. People were seen as being, you know, a bit, uh, tree hugging and, uh, a bit eccentric if they were growing their own food. But that is not the way, um, growing your own food in your own garden now is, is, it's a real, it's a real act of, of grounding of, of, um, of, care for the environment of care for yourself in terms of the quality of food and that's what we should all be doing as gardeners all promoting and we should all be you know we should all be talking about that and we should be all helping one another with that and then food security becomes a lot less of a conversation and you know for us and again i i recognize that we're in a, in a lucky position in in that sense and that there are there's others that are just not in that situation that they don't have the land their 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 land is barren their climate is harsh and so they're not in that position but we when we're in that lucky position should be taking advantage of it we should be talking about it we should be helping people we should be educating people and we should be supporting people to grow their own food in their gardens and then support local as well and as i say farmers markets csa schemes anything like that so yeah um that's been this week's episode as i say slightly off topic and i i hope i hope i haven't gone too far off topic to annoy people but i do think it's it's important to talk about these things and uh yeah we'll be back to our normal garden type episode next week so that's been this week's episode thanks for listening and until the next time happy gardening